Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. A marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. And all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. And I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. And what's going on, everybody? Well, as we said all week, okay, that there was some kind of news pending somewhere. And yesterday at 4.55 Eastern Daylight Time, of course, uh, President Trump announced a new round of tariffs, $200 billion, and the markets just got clobbered. All right. In fact, the the Dow, which was up substantially, and the S and P, which were up, and and everything that was up, uh, came racing down. Within five minutes, we had erased all gains and were negative on the day in the aftermarket. You know, right before they close at five o'clock, and of course that selling continued overnight until a certain point, and then once that point was reached, guess what? Some buyers stepped in. Now. We have said for the last couple of days that, A, we were, we're looking for a news item. Now now the news is out, and we now look for uh, some markets to kind of uh, uh, reverse. This is First of all, we were looking for this big sell-off in the equities. Now, again, it wasn't, it's not that big, but we're looking for that because what we want to see now is the subsequent rally, which, is, which we'll now be active sellers in the, in the rally that we think is forthcoming. Okay, and we don't think it's going to be a huge rally. We think that, but now this shows the weakness, and I think we now look for opportunities to sell into this market. Now, again, you just don't want to sell to sell, but you would look to be a seller at at, at certain levels uh, across the market. And and, and if I were to give you what I'm thinking, uh, I would see uh, to be a seller of of uh, of of the S and P at about twenty seven twenty seven ninety or so uh i think that you'd want to be a seller in the dow futures uh somewhere around you know let's say uh 25,000 or so 24 you know 249 or so again we'd like to see this really but this now we've seen some volatility now come back to the market not as much as i would like to see but of course the truth of the matter is i'd rather see volatility come in slowly and reach a crescendo versus it all coming at once. It's never good when it, it, it all comes in at once, okay? That's one thing that you have to remember about markets. It's never a good thing when, when you get all this spike in volatility or price at one time because you're not in the right position. You have no chance to get in. And then usually it will obviously turn around and go the other way. So I think that this is setting up to be what we were looking for as everybody continues to call for the summer rally. Uh, I think when you look at the uh, at the oil markets, now oil's under pressure. Now, it's been here before, but again, this backwardation formation says to me that, hey, we got, we got issues, we got problems. And, you know, I'm short minorly. Obviously, we said we opened up our heart and said we had pounded. Uh, but now we're, we're, we're looking for an opportunity. But I think now, as we've been, we've been touting uh, the grain markets for a while, 
And, you know, they've been chirping, but not having doing much. But I think this is going to be the time now. I, I think if you look at now at, 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 at corn, wheat, and beans, now beans are still a little bit of a concern for me, uh, but I'm willing to buy them here. Uh, but I think corn and wheat are almost no-brainer type trades. Again, you have to be willing to hold them in case it doesn't work right away. I mean, I'm not saying they're going straight up today, uh, but I do think that we've got uh, a great opportunity here uh, for the, 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 the grain markets. And I think that also, I think to me, one of the best values on the board here is going to be uh, uh, is going to be uh, what you call it is going to be a great buying opportunity. Again, I I think that you've seen uh, some some lows here, uh, and if you go back and, and look at the lows we've seen, we've held higher than those lows. So to me, that again is a very bullish sign to the general the general tone of what we're looking to do. So I, I think that uh, we continue to now start to accumulate uh, some of the grains down here uh, because I think, you know, corn, as long as it stays above 350, uh, wheat, as long as it stays above 480, and soybeans, as long as they stay above 850, I think that we're, we are in outstanding shape in hogs. Uh, I, I'm buying October hogs. Uh, I think that they've been damaged enough. Uh, and and I, again, they could go lower. Again, n- never think that there's not any risk. My theory here is just the risk reward. Now, I think what's happening here in the general uh, with, the, with the new tariffs of $200 billion from Trump is what he's trying to do is I think he's trying to bring this to a head faster. I think he's tired of the uh the 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 lolly gagging around uh you know with the little tit for tat and and this is really in my opinion an an approach to say okay look crap or get off the pot let's go let's get this deal done do you want to make a deal or not and i think that's really what this is saying is hey Either we're going to make a deal together or we're not going to make a deal. If you don't want to make a deal, then we're just going to keep piping up these tariffs. And, and, and you know, again, the markets are certainly not as ugly as one would think if there was not going to be a deal. Of course, I don't believe that a total trade war is that big of a deal anyways. I continue to say this is not smooth hawley This is not the Bush stuff. This is a very calculated business person in the White House that is seeing what's out there and saying, hey, I'm defending the American people, which is why he's bashing NATO, which is, is again, I agree, I agree with all of the things that I'm seeing done here because I believe that at the end of the day that all of the things that President Trump is doing now will benefit you and me, the American farmer, and all of us over time. Now, again, it might create some grief in the short term, and again, we, we never said that that wouldn't be, it would be easy, but I think some short-term pain here will equal long-term gain. I, I think that the way the markets are acting, the markets are agreeing with me as well. I, I think that uh, the, the, the picture is very, very clear in my mind, okay? But again, it, it will take some exposure, all right? So you have to you have to calculate before you do anything. You have to calculate out how much you're willing to risk, on if you are what we're talking about, and then where is it that you'd want to get out. So you better make sure 
that if you do something that you size yourself correctly so that you don't put yourself in jeopardy uh, uh, for more than you want. And so you do not get forced out early if the selling continues before we actually get the rally that we're looking for. I think this is extremely important for all to understand that before you get in the airplane or before you get in your car, you better know how you're getting out if, if something doesn't go the way you want it to go. And that's one of the parts that we always talk about, about planning, okay, is to be prepared for planning so when you're, you're ready, okay, you know exactly what you're going to do. So it's always, if this happens, then I'm going to do this. That is part of your plan. In fact, we played the planning for you last week. So hopefully you remembered that. And if not, go download it at libertytalk.fm. Like you can download all the other shows that we do. Uh, but my point is very simple. Okay. I'm pretty, I have a high degree of confidence, but I do know that nothing is ever for sure. And there is no guarantees. So as you saw us with the oil trade. So make sure that you understand where your exit is before you enter. In the meantime, don't forget about our high school investing program at highschoolinvesting.com. If you'd like to help us out, we're looking to raise some money so we can keep providing education to our youth. And all I have to do is go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And you can, you, can get, you can help us out there. And we're going to step out here for a break. We'll be right back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, we're coming right back to you. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And we're going to go on Sirius XM Radio and talk to our good friend, Chip Flurry. So let's go right now to XM Radio. With BubbaTrading.com joins us now. Bubba, how you doing today, buddy? What's up, Chip? How come you didn't tell me you were in Pontiac? I didn't come down and visited you. <laughs> well, I, warned, I was talking about it like most of the day yesterday that I was going to be here, Bubba. All right. Well, I You missed, weren't listening? I missed out. What can I tell you? You know, it, it happens. <laughs> I'm not as smart as the farmers. They have, they have, they have precision, right? So that, <laughs> I'm telling you, the uh, technology that is at work out here in the fields, Bubba, it's one of the things that I wanted to talk with you about because, you know, we, we I had an interesting conversation yesterday with a couple of guys. They were talking about, you know, we've got these great crops growing out here. It, it is a source of pressure on, on uh, corn and soybean prices, yet – as the as the margins tighten up, they know that they need to do more and and get as efficient in the in the field as they can. And it's kind of that productivity treadmill that it feels like agriculture is on right now, doesn't it? Absolutely. I think that the, you know. You, listen, you know, we go. I go back a lot longer than you, but I go back a long time. And you know, we, now you could actually live on, in the field in the tractor because of all the accessories you have just to check what's going on in the field. I mean, you know, everybody's got their own processor when they're out there working. So now they can obviously get a lot more production, and you know, plus being able to backseat and all the things we can do now. I mean, it changes the dynamics, and it and it does make some of the outside events less less effective is is to fear in the markets yeah yeah no question about it hey bubba these equities are performing pretty well here at least recently right in front of earnings season uh 
the expectations must be pretty high, huh? They're looking for about a 20% increase. I mean, we've got, as they're calling it, a Goldilocks economy, which means that the big companies are making all the money and the employees are still getting getting it stuck to them. I mean, the wages did not grow, although the jobs grew. So earnings look to be pretty good. And, and one thing we know for sure, Chip, when markets are slow and they're quiet, uh, equities tend to drift higher because there's always new money flowing into equities every single day. And with a lack of sellers, with a lack of volume, markets are going to drift. And we're going to probably drift to new highs, it looks like. I mean, I hate them here. And I'm certainly not going to take new money, but I wouldn't get out. But I'm certainly not going to put new money in up here because, again, it's only a matter of time before we sell it. But we'll probably drift up to new highs. I mean, Apple will get to $1 trillion, I'm pretty confident, which is the big benchmark <laughs> yep. that they're talking about. And, you know, markets, when, when you have too much complacency in any market, usually that ends up in disaster. But right now, complacency is king. The VIX is down at lows it hasn't seen for months, which means that everybody knows that the markets are never going down again. And this time is going to be different. And, you know, we'll. We'll see. But for right now, you can't fight it. It's too quiet, too slow, nothing to do. Well, you, you know, that that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about, too, is because everybody is just kind of under the assumption that this is going to continue to grind higher for a while. But we've got some headwinds out here. I mean, these energy prices, Bubba, this is... Uh, this is quite a bit higher than what I expected this crude to get. Well, check my equity. You'll see that I don't think it was getting this higher either. <laughs> but look, this this energy's in backwardation. It's going to break. But you're correct. And there, there's, there's a lot of factors out there, but we continue to ignore. Why? Because the tenure is back under 3%, so there's no place else to chase yield. All right? We've got you know a lot of products that people are being forced into the equity market because, let's face it, where else would you invest? invest today. I mean, me, I'm saying I want to invest in grains and livestock right here in, 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 in all seriousness. But the the average yep. home investor who's putting away their retirement money, they have to go to the equities because they can't go anywhere else because you're going to put your money in, in a 10-year note at two and a half or two and three quarters percent? Probably no. not. So they're no. forced into the equity market right now, which will create the bigger meltdown. Yeah. You know, yesterday I had Arlen Suderman from INT LFC Stone on with me. And he looked back at Friday with the pop that we saw in the bean market in particular, up 35, 40 cents, something like that. Um, and at the same time, we had the Dow w- was strong on Friday. On Right as, as, as we were implementing the tariffs on China, China was counterpunching us right in the soybeans with that 25% tariff on soybeans. Bean market goes up. U.S. equities go up. Chinese stocks go down. I mean, what, if you're running that managed economy over there and you see something like that on a day when the tariffs are implemented, what are you thinking? Well, I, I think what you've seen since 2015, China has been going almost straight down. And the only thing that saves them is, is the government manipulation. You know, they, their currency is one of the currencies that is not allowed to free float. So they, they, they pin the renminbi or the yuan, whichever you want to call it, to a number. And they will not let it fall more than they want it to. Now, if they, they brought it down and they did bring it down specifically for this. So they're not being punished by any of the terrorists right now. But at the end of the day, again, we're going to see some issues and some problems that are come, that are going to come from this because as you and I both know, when you have too much outside manipulation, when you're not letting the free market trade itself, it will end up in a problem at some point. But for now, again, China is going to continue to go lower, most likely. They might have found a bottom here soon, but the, the U.S. will continue to drift higher until it doesn't. Gotcha. 
30 seconds here, Bubba. What are you watching the rest of the week? Well, I'm watching the grains very closely because I think that they've got a real chance to pop here. As you know, I've been bullish all along and I've taken some heat now, but I think that there's going to be some money flowing in here. To me, these trade wars are going to get solved. It's going to be solved to the benefit of everybody. We're going to see a much bigger move up, and I think the equities will continue to drift higher, and oil is going to crack here pretty soon as soon as this backwardation starts to settle out. Have you got a timing on when this grain move should start back to the upside that you would start to lose faith in it? Uh, I have more of a price. I mean, uh, corn's got to stay above de- okay. December. Corn's got to stay above three fifty. Uh, uh, November soybeans got to stay above uh, eight eight sixty, and wheat's got to stay above four seventy. Uh, December. And if I if we can do all that, then I'm I'm very comfortable, and I'm a, I'm a comfortable owner, just like I would own a stock. Great, Bubba. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great day, Chip. Thank you. You bet. That's dot or with BubbaTrading.com. And of course, as we said to Chip, and this is before the news came out, that you could see by the way the markets were trading that there was news pending somewhere. Okay. Where we did not know, but we knew that there was potential news pending. And sure enough, out out comes the news. And and I think that's something that, you know, we uh, have to understand and look at. And uh, th- that's basically exactly uh, what we saw. So let's not let, let's not uh, forget about what we do and how we do it so that we are prepared for things that, that do happen uh, because they happen all the time. And I think that's something that, you know, we have to be uh, always aware of is what's what are the markets telling us? And again, that's something that, uh, you know, we we tend to forget because we get caught up in the emotion of trading. And we always want to make sure that we let we, we keep the emotions on the side so that we can be ready to rock and roll when the markets give us the action to rock and roll. And I think that's always a, a big case that that many, many of us forget on a regular basis that let the markets do the talking, you do the listening, and you'll always put yourself in a better position to create a more successful opportunity for yourself. And those are things that, you know, again, that's why you look at markets and you try to understand what the markets are telling you because when the markets speak, the bottom line is we should be listening instead of trying to tell the markets what they're supposed to be doing. And, and that is a, a common, common problem in the world of trading is that investors and traders many often think they are smarter than the markets. And of course, we know that is not the case. And we need to be on top of our A game all the time Otherwise, we end up with uh, egg on our face, I guess you could say. Uh, so make sure you check it out. And we're going to step out of here for a break, and we're going to come back with this morning's live interview with John Jenkinson on Rural Rally Radio now. Uh, and, of course, we'll be talking about the grains and things. So uh, let's uh, step out here for a break. In the meantime, don't forget to download The Bubba Show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And, of course, don't forget to get Bubba's Daily Update. We've been talking about this, what was going to happen here for the last couple of days, live on air. So you could have had tomorrow's newspaper today, 
All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. There's a little box pops up. Sign up for the update, and it'll be delivered to your inbox every day after the close. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We are going to step out here break and come back with John Jenkinson at Rural Rally Radio. Rural Rally Radio. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics and the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbyshow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the Bubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you, and we're going to go visit RFD TV. So let's go to them now, and as John Jenkinson interviews me, here we go. Is Todd Bubba Horowitz of Bubba Trading. Todd, thanks a lot. Welcome. Uh, we're kicking off a brand new week here, a week where we've got, uh, oh, we've got that report that's going to be out later on in the week, but boy, they're getting off to a weak start here, and that's kind of a carryover from the overnight trade. It's great to be here, John, and uh, the only thing that's up today is my weight, so it's not very good. We're having a, <laughs> a, a rough go of it, and but I, I tell you, I keep looking and I go, it just doesn't look right, and it, and it it doesn't look. It looks fishy, and it's on extremely light volume. And this is like summer trade. It's very quiet, and basically, you know, we had the nice rally on Friday uh, after the the non tariff tariffs were going to come out, and uh, I think that this is really more really more of a buying opportunity. But it is it is ugly, and it is creating a lot of pressure, and certainly, I'm sure a lot of concern, which is one of the reasons why we always say make sure that you're hedged, and then these days don't bother you. You you mentioned something there, Todd, that things uh, look a little bit different in this market. And you also mentioned the light volume. Could it be because of the light volume that this uh, trade is just kind of drifting around here? Or do you think there's something else at work? No, I think it's drifting. I mean, listen, we had a big rally. And and yet I'm going to guess that there will probably be some sort of announcement in the next couple of days, something versus like on the trade wars or something something of this nature that, that, that this market's already anticipating is going to come out. I mean, you can kind of see it across the board that there's there's something gnawing at the market. But again, there's really nobody in. So I think what's really happening is that the strong hands are letting the weak hands kind of flush themselves out right here. And I think they're looking to step in here and buy, you know, a little bit lower. And I think this is probably an area you might start seeing some buying stepping in here. Todd, one of the things you and I've discussed before is the VIX index, and that's basically the level of fear in the market uh, that can also push this one way or the other. Where do we stand this morning? Well, right now they are crushing the VIX, which is telling you that complacency is king in the equity markets, and nobody's got any fear. Nobody cares about the massive amounts of debt that are around. Nobody cares about anything. They just know that equities can never, ever go down again and that we're going to the moon, which, as you and I both know, uh, that will at some 
point end. Of course, we know the markets don't announce themselves and there will be something. But right now, I mean, there's no point to get in front here. Volumes are in, in the equities are even worse than they are in the grains right now. So it's just really a quiet summer day and markets generally in quiet trade. Equities will drift higher. Commodities will drift lower because people will chase after the yield of the equities versus trying to get into into agricultural stuff because there's no yield except if you're the farmer. <laughs> Todd Horowitz with Mother Trading here on the line with us. Todd, stick around. When we come back, I want to get your thoughts about the livestock trade. also want to discuss crude oil. We'll do that next straight ahead right here on the Marketing Report. Todd Horwitz, but the trading is here with us again. And Todd, what do you think of this livestock market? It's uh, pretty interesting to see the cash that took off like a like a firework last Friday. But now the futures seem to be pulling back. Are the futures still kind of taking their cues from the financial market? Uh, I think a little bit, but I think, you know, listen, we had a nice rally on Friday and we almost reached our upside objective in feeders. I mean, 155 was our target. We got to 154.07. Uh, I think we'll still get there and I think we have a chance to go higher than that. But again, th- this is being penalized by slow, dull markets as well. And all the weak longs are being forced out, which is typically natural in this kind of market, because if you can take the pressure a little bit, you're going to see some pressure. And I think the fats, I mean, they look okay. They're, they're churning. I think mean, they're right at the upper end of a range. They've been in consolidation for the last uh, you know week or so, uh, they look like they're going to about 110 to 112. So overall, I'm pretty constructive on cattle. I, I look for some higher prices, but I, I'm, I'm not surprised there's a little pressure. I would be concerned. If feeders go below 150, then I'd be concerned. But if they stay above 150, they're going to 155 at least to, to at least fill that, that part of that pattern. And hogs just look uh, sick right now. I, again, I, I have never seen, well, I can't say never, but I haven't seen this kind of discrepancy. And I've never seen, you know, February so cheap right now as, at this time of the year. But that's what's going on. And, and you can't really fight the market. But that kind of ties in that I think there's some announcement going to come out, maybe with NAFTA or something that will affect these, that these people are trying to price in ahead of time, which I think will be, is a mistake because I think these markets will all reverse when that announcement comes out. You made a you made a good comment right there about that uh, that spread there between the front months and the deferreds. I also want to get your thoughts on crude oil. Earlier, I was reading some of uh, the things that you were tweeting out and, and texting out. Uh, crude oil getting ready to break. That was uh, kind of interesting. We, right now, we've got the August down thirty one at seventy three forty nine. The September up eleven at seventy one sixty eight. You know what? This market makes absolutely no sense. This is this market is going to get clobbered. However, I cannot tell you when. That is the sadness of my statement. But when you have right now, December oil is six dollars under August oil, which is ten percent lower. That is not the correct formation, especially when it comes to oil. So we know that the only reason we're priced at where we are now is because there's some fear underlying the market. And when that fear subsides, oil is going to get clobbered. And the last time this happened, oil lost about sixty five percent of its value. Now I'm not saying we're going down sixty five percent, but once this resolves, we're going back into the fifties and then the forties. I still I'm still standing by that, even though they're punishing me up here at seventy (laughs) three. Okay, Todd. Thank you very much. Todd Horowitz, Bubba Trading here on the line with us. Always good to visit with you, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll continue to keep a sharp eye on That interview was from Monday with RFD-TV and John Jenkinson. Now we're going to switch over and get an update on the very similar things that we talked about on Tuesday. Once again, with John Jenkinson, let's get to it right now. 
on behind the scenes of the markets as we check in now with Todd Bubba Horowitz of Bubba Trading. He joins us right now. Todd, one of the things that uh, you do very well is kind of keep your finger on the pulse and the moving things uh, that are, are kind of shifting this market around. So can you kind of give us a little bit of insight as what's moving the market today or uh, or, or kind of what's shaken? The, the patient died, John. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very quiet. Uh, you know, volumes are extremely light and, and markets are drifting lower. Uh, I, I As I said yesterday, I think there's going to be some sort of announcement in the next couple of days that will be a little bit of a negative towards the, the, the trade wars of tariffs. Uh, I don't, again, I'm not a believer that it's going to have any real effect, but it does affect the psyche of those invested. I think all of the week longs are being shaken out. You know, after Friday's big rally, you know, we've now seen consecutive back-to-back days, and, and it doesn't look real good here at the moment, which to me it says, okay, well, it's probably a pretty good buying opportunity. I am, I'm very disappointed in the way soybeans traded today, though, after being lower, and then they, they popped on the opening, got up to, I think, 881 November, and now they're lower on the day. That, that's not a great sign, but I, I think this is on very slow action. I'm, I'm not afraid to step in here and buy them. I think they're going to probably go higher, but again, it could be weaker first. Exactly. Uh, wheat market here, that seems to be the one that really is suffering today under under quite a bit of pressure. It is. But, you know, don't forget, wheat had a, a, a huge up move. I mean, if you want to look at it from just a, a statistical point of view, it's still above the low it made last week. So with, with the, the big down move, remember, it, it charged up last week, uh, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday, and it went from 480 to 520. So, again, it's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good. But this is the kind of action you can expect in slow, quiet markets, especially if you've got a bunch of week long hanging out, you know, you know traders are, are in the like that are trying to hang in this market so you put a little pressure on it and you start to dump them out and you see i think you're seeing that i think you're seeing more of some some not panic selling because there's not enough buy-in but some weak hands that are just dumping out right now and i think that's really what we're seeing you mentioned you mentioned slow quiet market is this uh, unusual for this time of year or has this been extended longer than normal well, I, I think it's it, it is slightly unusual for this time of year. You know, typically after July Fourth, we're coming off a huge rally. We didn't get that this year, uh, but I think that you know, right now, I think everybody's kind of on edge, trying to wait and see what happens. And if you tie in that the equity markets keep going up every day. That's where money is flowing to. So the new money that's available is going into equities, not into grains, which I do believe is a mistake. But right now, uh, obviously, the equities are going higher, so they can't be a mistake for the moment. Yeah, uh, the uh, Dow just now knocking on the door of 25,000. Todd Horowitz, Bubba Trading here with us. Todd, always good to visit with you. And when we come back, we'll get you up to date on the livestock trade. We'll also check in with Superior Livestock. That's straight ahead right here on the Market Day. And, of course, those were two back-to-back interviews with uh, with uh, John Jenkinson of RFG-TV. And uh, as you noticed, that we continue to be uh, comfortable and positive with the meats and with the uh, the grains and and today on Wednesday, uh, we are going to step in and buy more because I, I do believe now that we might have seen potentially the final lows. Uh, again, there's some key levels that have to hold, but I think we see now that the overall reaction to the new tariffs and, and things like that did not really have as much of an effect as you might think. And of course, if we go back to... I don't know, the beginning of April, so it would be uh, about three months ago, all right, we had a similar announcement when this restarted, and the grains and meats got killed, okay? So we're, we're testing, you know, those areas, 
And to me, why aren't we down lower, which is an indication that I, I now think that the, the selling is more likely exhausted from here. And I would expect to see the market start to have uh, a, a general uh, turnaround from here. And that's kind of what we're, we're focusing on and what we're looking for. So that is, you know, kind of how we're going to play it. And uh, uh, so, you know, be aware that that's, you know, this is, you, you, you look for times of, of trouble when there's potentials because that does give you the best shot to be successful. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, and it's always great to be with you. And in the meantime, don't forget about uh, our high school investing program. We're going into our ninth year, if we can survive. And we do need your help if you'd like. So please go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. Uh, and you can help us out if you'd like. And of course, don't forget to download The Bubba Show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. We're going to stop out here for a break, and we'll be back with more of The Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And let's go see our buddy John Jenkinson at Rural Rally Radio. Good morning, sir. How are you this morning? What do you say, John? How are you, man? <laughs> I'm I'm off to a good start here this morning. Well, a week or here this morning and another round of tariffs. Well, I think that actually uh, I, I, this to me could be this could present the greatest buying opportunity in a long time. Uh, I don't think that uh, based on on the action and the overnight action, uh, you know, these, these, these this announcement came out at four fifty five Eastern time yesterday, right before the equities closed and they got clobbered. Uh, and, you know, the grains did not open as low as I thought they would. I thought they'd be much lower in the meantime, you know, as we look at them with uh, corn down three cents, beans down 12 and wheat down five. Uh, to me, this this is just saying that they've already taken out the lows. And if we go back, it's actually almost three months ago today when this first thing, this first tariff started, they got clocked a lot worse. And I think this is pretty actually pretty bullish action. And me, as you know, uh, I'm stepping in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. And uh, I think that's probably one of the things that producers, you know, the, the aggressive and progressive producer that is uh, is on the cutting edge of marketing. We'll look at this as an opportunity as well. And we had plenty of opportunities back in March and April also uh, to be able to lock in some of these numbers. Um, and I think that the big thing to keep in mind here, and, and I'm trying to kind of bring calm to a to a 14 cent lower bean market here this morning, is the fact that hey, the world still has to eat. We're still going to have to turn to the United States for a bean supply at some point. Oh, I agree 100%. I mean, again, unless we're going to have some kind of magic pill where we no longer have to eat food or, or do things that we use soybeans for and, and the other grains for, then uh, we're going to be the supplier. And, and again, I, I continue to say that, that these trade wars are going to work out. And, and I'm personally of the opinion that they're going to work out better for the American farmer. I think that, you know, a few months from now, you know, that the American farmers can be in the best shape that they've been in in as long as I can remember. Because I think finally, if we can get rid of all this outside garbage and all these regulations and all these quotas and everything else, and we let the real free markets trade and take off any tariffs and any quotas going anywhere, I think that who are they going to go to? We are the best and we are the biggest supplier. And I think it's going to just really work out and really put us in the best position possible so i'm pretty excited about it actually 
Todd, you mentioned the equities, and uh, the, you know, we started off with a three, uh, I think it was about a 300-point drop there when all of the news was released. Is it the same case over there in the equities that a lot of this this tariff talk has already been built into that market as well, do you think? Well, I think the equities are a different animal here. I think the equities are, are searching for a reason to go lower. Now, we know there's a a mathematical fact that the equities on average since inception have gone up 8% year over year. And I expect that to be the same. But we have now gone up almost 10 years straight. And there's going to be a major meltdown here at some point. And, and of course, that's my theory or thesis with going into why so much money is going to come into the grains. So the markets are still holding up here. You know, they've already recovered about half of the overnight losses as we're speaking. In fact, they're trying to rally now. And I, I think that they're looking really for a reason to sell off. And, and they'll find it pretty soon. But as we know, the markets never announce themselves. But I believe that money is going to come out of there. And I think it's going to flow into grains because that is at the prices where we are, the risk reward ratio. You know, if you buy equities, you have a lot more risk. And if you buy grains, you have a lot less risk. So I think the risk reward ratio favors money flowing into the grain markets. Well, Todd, I got to hand it to you. You, um, you know, a couple of days ago, and even when we were talking on television, you said uh, there's going to be some kind of an announcement coming that's going to shake up this market again just a little bit. Here's this announcement. Um, You certainly called it. Congratulations on that. (laughs) I'm not surprised. But one of the things that that did rally um, with with all of this news is the U.S. dollar. Do we expect that now uh, that any time we have... Uh, you know, retaliatory issues like this or these tariffs that the dollar will go ahead and continue to go up? And and is it justified? Well, I think the dollar is going up no matter what. Again, you know, you and I have talked about this a little bit. My next target in the dollar is 97. And I'm going to say that we're going to be at par before the end of the year. Now, you know, for for farmers and producers, I would not worry about that because if everything works out right and we get free markets, then we're not going to be so dependent on the manipulation of trying to keep the dollar lower. But I think the dollar is is taking off, and I think that will also tie into part of what I believe will be the black swan event in the equity market, which is going to be much higher interest rates because they can keep keep manipulating the the markets down and keep the interest rates so low. And I think the interest rates are going to spike, and I think the dollar is going to go higher, and that will create an equity meltdown, which, again, will bring that new money back to the grain market. So we kind of get back to I'm still very positive with the grains. (laughs) Very good. Todd Bubba Horowitz with us on this Wednesday morning. We're going to talk to Todd again uh, here on the other side of the break. But first, we need to pause here. And Todd Bubba Horowitz here this morning visiting with you about the markets. And I'm going to use one of your market terms, Todd. The hogs got clobbered yesterday. <laughs> yes, they did. You know what's funny, John? I'm buying. I'm, I'm hoping. I, I don't want to wish anybody bad luck, but I'm hoping to see October hogs open about 5250 because I'm buying. I mean, just to me, again, markets have a tendency to get overdone on both sides. And there's an old saying, high prices cure high prices and low prices cure low prices. And I think that they've now come to a level that, that I, can't, I can't wait for the markets to get open. I'm hoping we don't rally too much back in the, in the equities so that we can get a lower opening so I can get in. <laughs> So that's where you think that a lot of this money flow is going also is to the equity side. Well, again, you if you're a value investor or value trader, you know, there's certain things. We get to certain prices and, yeah, they can go lower and we can – listen, I've lost plenty of money on, on, on decisions like this. But I like the probabilities that they've reached a low. I mean, this has been panic and this was one of the triggers that, that we kept saying – 
that there's news coming out somewhere. You know, I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was something because the hogs kept going down. There was no there was no bottom, and the grains were not acting as well after Friday's rally. So to me, it was an obvious that something was going to happen. And so now the news is out. So where are we going to go from here? Are they going to continue to pound? They've already been they've been pounding down forever. And as I said, February hogs. I've I've never seen them this week at this time of year. So I, I'm I'm looking to step, and I think the bottoms are. I I'm going to say that the bottoms are in in hogs and in grains. You know, you make a good point that's uh, probably not talked much about, and that's the fact that <clears throat> if you take a look at a chart, and, and it doesn't matter whether it's grains or livestock, take a look at the chart of what hap- has happened here over the last month, maybe even a month and a half. The fundamentals haven't changed that much. We still don't have any combines in the field harvesting any of 2018, 2019 corn or soybeans. Um, we don't have uh, we don't have any harvest results of the wheat. Uh, we've still got uh, we're we're still eating beef. We're still eating pork. We're still raising livestock. None of the fundamentals have really changed. All of this is is just fear and uncertainty in, in a market. Human emotion, kid. That, that's what you know. That that's what makes a market when you can understand what's on the other side. Because remember, if you're trading, okay. Or even if you're you're producing, you're the producer. Somebody's got to be the buyer, and there's always a buyer and a seller that have to meet. And, and of course, I think the 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 long the weak longs or or the aggressive sellers have gotten I think just a little bit too aggressive here. And and we know at some point that's why we get these violent turnarounds a lot of times, or what we call as a from a technical analysis a V-shaped recovery because they go straight down. And again, I go back to three months ago today. In fact, I was in Tennessee when this happened, and they, of course they they had that big sell-off overnight, and before we knew it, we were up limit on the day. And I think that's similar. Now, I'm not saying we'll be up limit today, but I think that we're very close, if not at the bottoms, uh, after the opening today, and, and I would have no fear of, of jumping in here. Crude oil, uh, you know, I've talked about how crude oil is probably well overdone here in this in this particular range. Yeah, you still in that camp? Well, I, I'm still calling for the 50s. So we're at 73, so I'm, I'm kind of choking on it. But uh, again, I, I think that it's in backwardation. And as I always like to say, markets don't announce themselves. And as soon as this backwardation clears, which means there's so much fear. So when, when there's fear in the market, there's always the, 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 the highest prices in the front month, which is incorrect from a formation standpoint. Once it clears, I think August oil goes below December. And December is already seven bucks cheaper than, than August oil right now. Interesting. Todd Bubba Horowitz here with us on uh, this portion. Of the, oh, one more question. Any of this, do you think, is a squeeze play or uh, uh, one of the taps on the shoulder, as you call it? Uh, some of it will be. I mean, but I think that, again, that's been resolved. I think a lot of that happened late yesterday, and, and they forced everybody out. So I think, again, I, I think we're pr- pretty much in the clear. Again, a little bit of pressure, but I think you have to be willing to either watch or step in. I would never be a seller of any of these markets down here. That's, that's a good point. Todd Bubba Horowitz here with us. On- this is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time station. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.